There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hello everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm John Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing and Happy Friday. It is the weekly podcast supported by you. Bless you for keeping us going during these dark times when no matter how insane the world around us might get, when things outside the bubble just seem to be a cacophony of madness and lights and anger right here in the little thingiverse, it's still nice. What Molly's trying to say is it's bat country, but you can shelter in this place. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know where you got the backcountry thing, by the way, but it's hilarious. Uh, and it's backcountry comes it? from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, the Hunter S. Thompson book, and it was also in the movie. Uh, Justin Robert oh. Young started using it a couple weeks ago to describe our current state of affairs, and I find it perfectly apt. That is apparently it seems that it may also be a song, even. Yes, oh my I goodness. believe there is a song. Yeah, fascinating. Mm-hmm. All right, well, yeah, whatever that is, it's this for sure. Well, and that leads me to something important when you're driving through backcountry, uh, which is to remain calm. And my first thing is all the different ways people are marketing calm right now. Uh, we've, we've actually talked about like the soothing bedtime stories before, and there's lots of like meditation channels that are like super popular on YouTube right now. Uh, and to the point that, uh, a, a millennial and younger focused news organization called now this, you may know them now, this news.com, uh, is going to counter program election coverage by oh. partnering with the meditation app com to create a live stream of breathing exercises, meditative activities, and peaceful nature footage from all 50 states. Oh my God, this is amazing and brilliant. The New York Times actually has a a thing today that I may have talked about on my other show that's like a stress reliever that's just sort of a little interactive of like cute videos and nature footage and everything. It's uh, everybody's doing it. Like, what does you want to make a dime? Do something calm (laughs) because you're going to get a lot of people. (laughs) Because people are freaking out. Yeah, the flip side of when we talked about how anxiety is a thing is trying to calm your anxiety Mm. so that you do not actually stroke out over the election (laughs) situation. Yeah. Is the inevitable follow-on thing. And that's why we'll be doing the rest of the show in this voice. That's right. (laughs) The live stream will begin at 5.30 p.m. Eastern on Election Day. And now this is... Facebook What's and YouTube pages. Next Why would they put their calm stream on the Facebook page? You can't go to Facebook to be calm. <laughs> well, it, no, that's the perfect place, right? Because that's where I you're going to so. most need the calm. So they want to put it near you. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> and also, I'm totally with producer Rich, who says in the Discord, the more I'm hearing calm, the weirder it's sounding. <laughs> yeah. Preach it, Rich. <laughs> 
Uh, which is very true. Um, everyone is looking for some kind of fun to be had, some little tiny bit of normalcy. And right now, all our hopes are pinned on trick-or-treating <laughs> mm-hmm. in some ways. And I knew this was a thing when the third email from my neighborhood group arrived in my inbox saying, don't worry, everyone. We made a candy shoot. <laughs> so this is a thing in your neighborhood. Yeah. It's like not even just a thing nationally. And yeah. It is a thing nationally, but it is a local thing. I have at least three confirmed emails and physical sightings of candy shoots, which is, for those of you who have not followed this extreme thingness, around Halloween. It's so like, talk about a COVID talk about adaptation. Like I covered climate adaptation. This is a COVID adaptation. So basically you take like a cardboard tube that's about six feet long and you can use it to give kids candy. If they're out trick or treating, a lot of people are just putting them. If they have a railing that is slanted, uh, they're putting it on the railing and then they can just like shoot the candy down the railing out at the kid. Mine's going to be more of a, um, should I manage to put one together between now and tomorrow? I'll be more like, well, I guess it's not that good if it's like a spitball or blowtorch. Air gun. Then, I think you should just fire. Air gun. Yeah. Oh, look, good idea. Like, like, a t- like a t-shirt gun. gun. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> exactly. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know who came up with the candy shoot, but it's freaking genius. And it is everywhere. It's everywhere. I am. I shouldn't be surprised, but I, I was caught a little flat footed uh, because I assumed that nobody was going to do Halloween. That it just was not, you know, it was going to be a, a very private thing. Uh, but I, I love that people are like, nope, you just need to keep two meters away. Uh, so let's make a two meter long candy shoot. <laughs> and everybody's happy, right? Shoot. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And then there's like a, you can, there's a little ghost. Now that people have created accessories, like apparently there's a little ghost you can buy and it's like place buckets here. So they don't start going up the uh, stairs uh-huh. and then it comes down the chute into the candy. I mean, or yeah, into the buckets. So adorable. Like I just, I do love that people are like, we, come on, we got to have this. Got to have this. We will not let it defeat us. I do not have uh, a stairs like situation to make mm-hmm. this work. So I think I'm going to do three separate bowls of candy out on the sidewalk and then draw the little lines. But I'm hoping that I have orange chalk so I can draw them to look like little pumpkins. Like, you know, stand six feet away to get your candy. So then they help themselves? Yeah, they help themselves. Okay. I don't care. You know, like, fine, hog it. Yeah, I mean, some teen or other is going to come up because I did this once. <laughs> That's why I know this is going to come along oh, yeah. and just like try to empty the thing. But pick you know. it up and empty it. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm going to probably like what I was thinking is I might just sit on the porch, you know, with my friends and my or my, my pod, not my yeah. friends. Yeah, but like that'll help uh, sit there on the pot on the porch with the pod in my costume and just like wave at kids. Mm-hmm. And then when it's all gone, go inside. Because dang it, we got to have something. Candy yeah. shoot. And you can tell, like, the candy shoot is the purest expression of gotta have something. And I love it. It's so cute. I like uh, at Porter's suggestion of creating your own candy shoot with empty white claw cans. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Which you uh-huh. will have just drunk as you carved your pumpkin, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely, because you are nothing if not a Halloween hipster. Uh, my next thing is a resurgent thing. Uh, it was coined, I think, maybe like eight years ago. Uh, I've, I've heard about it before, but it seems to be making a reappearance. I'm seeing it in a few places. It's Cozy Boys. 
Uh, this is not any kind of organization. Don't worry. Uh, it's a description of men in comfortable clothing who just like to stay home. So kind of a, an offshoot of Huga. Like, dude, if I'm being 100% honest, that's every man I know over 40. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it just happens to all of them at the same time. Well, and I think it's having a resurgence now as lockdown meets Northern Hemisphere winter. But right, yeah, combine that with uh, slowing down and getting tired. Yeah, you got yourself <laughs> a friend. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Where where is your where's your verification of this? Oh, where, just do a search. You do this? a search. You'll find you'll oh, find it. I found it like an Instagram that is, seems to be a band, but. Oh, yeah. No, don't. It's not the band. Yeah. Although the band named themselves after the trend. But the trend is making a comeback. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, cozy boys of the world. Put on your cashmere. <laughs> snuggle up on from the couch. Co- oh, my God. Unite. Look at that. October 30th. From cozy boys to brunch. This week's fashion trends. There you go. Look at you. What's hot and not in fashion this week? But I, I just I'm keep seeing people mention lady. it here and there. I have not seen this and I love it. And I'm, believe me, not going to doubt you because these are always the Tom things. These are always the things that you bring that I'm like, really? (laughs) Where'd you find this? And then boom, like huge. Yeah. AKA men in cashmere and hoodies who don't like going out ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's incredible. Yep. Yes. Rich wrote, I'm in the glorious season where I slither between two fisherman sweaters (laughs) or different fisherman sweaters for six months. That's, that's the cozy boy life right there. Oh my God. That sounds like a good life. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just, I'm just happy. My dad now has a name. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but I, what seems to be the, the change actually from men of a certain age who are still like do living this life in their chinos and button downs. Okay. my father, is the cashmere and hoodies. And I think it's getting younger. I think it's becoming a, a yeah, thing seems like it. to do, not just a result <laughs> right. of arthritis. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, that is delightful. I like Cozy Boys. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in what I can only assume is a sort of a desperate attempt to make Twitter less hellhole, like a whole trifecta of thing memes have popped up just in the last week, like so many that I couldn't even keep up with them. I started the week with which one has to go Mm -hmm. because of course there was like the Chris drama and then which one has to go, you know, it was like cake edition and like Mm -hmm. carb edition and band edition and on and on and on. And then, you know, come like yesterday and Wednesday, it it was supplanted by the Kardashian Island meme Oh, which yeah. you probably saw. Which well, I actually like, used it as a tease for Good Day Internet because it huh? was breaking out right then when I was writing it. I was like, oh, I decided to treat all my friends to a live stream. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then it was people with all the different... I, the last one got a little overused, but people's <laughs> photos of like the type of island. And then that was... And then sort of as an undercurrent of both of those has been the where it started and how it's going meme. The sort of like before and after photo meme. And all of them are just happening all the time on Twitter right now. And mm-hmm. I think much to your, much to, I'm going to circle all the way back to how we started the show. I think, well, look at you, that they are meant to be some sort of humorous counter-programming in the hellscape that is otherwise Twitter right now. And frankly, I appreciate it. And I had a lot of fun with the carbs one. <laughs> with the carbs 
how it's going. The what, which one? Which one has to go? Carbs edition. Oh, which one has to go? Carbs. It edition. was like uh-huh. bread, pasta, rice, uh-huh. or hold on, I gotta go. I like that's the one in your uh, in your Twitter search that's uh, Montauk cookies or um, Entenmann's cookies. Which one has to go? And which one has a date with a glass of milk? Nice. Oh, potatoes was the other one. Yeah. Pasta, rice, bread, and potatoes. One has to go. Which one? <sighs> yeah, tons of them. Tons of them. And, it, and uh, normally, normally, like I mean, actually, what this really is is a whole category of thing, which is basically just like Twitter bait. Mm-hmm. And then you retweet it and whatever. And I'm surprised that no one has managed to monetize this yet. Um, or maybe they have. It's kind but, of along the lines of the, you know, like the last thing you tweeted and your the street you grow up on exactly. is your something name. Is your politics name or yeah, your stripper yeah. name or the whatever. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I really like the like one that. that was like, your name 2020 and the last thing you said out loud is your <laughs> campaign slogan. Because <laughs> the last oh, yeah. thing I had said out loud at that point because I was outside with my dogs <laughs> in the backyard was don't eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I know I had one that was like super duper mom. I can't remember what it was. I typed it out and I was like, I can't even because it was literally like, you need to, you know, put some deodorant on and finish your homework. Was, sorry, <laughs> campaign child. slogan. Sorry. Um, yeah, Eminem. Okay, here's this. See, this is a difficult one. Eminem's gummy bears, rock candy, or candy corn. Mm, Which one? Uh, candy corn staying. Eminem's gummy bears, rock. I, rock candy simply because I don't eat it a lot. Not that I don't like it, but I wouldn't. It's a it. commitment it doesn't come too. Up, it's like a super duper commitment. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they're everywhere and it's hilarious. And they're, they're like increasingly nerdy and adorable, like four versions of Zelda. <laughs> 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 Which is amazing. Now, now I'm just I think through. the audience needs to thank us. Uh, for not really? just having all four of our things be Baby Yoda. I mean, dude, because they really could have been. They could have easily done that. Yeah. We could have uh, just had one show and the show was basically just me. I go, Baby Yoda. And then Tom goes, Baby Yoda will save us all. And then I go, Baby Yoda will save us all. So say we. Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is back. Baby Yoda is back. Have you watched yet as of this recording? Not yet. Uh, I'm saving it for I the end. I watched the this morning before Eileen was even awake because I'm like, I ain't getting spoiled. Uh, and then uh, she had the day off. So she was glad when she found it. I was like, I watched it, but I'll watch it again. She's like, no, I want to watch it while you're working. I had nothing to oh, do. Oh, nice. I might watch it. By the way, this is the way it became a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. It did. Yep. I didn't think it would last as long as it did. I was sort of like, oh, I'm totally going to say that, which I say about a lot of things, and then sure. they sort of fall out. But I still see it a lot of places, and it I love it. around. Yeah. I know. No, I have been basically just like kind of all day. Like I was uh, earlier, I was packing, and I was like, maybe I'll watch it while I pack. And then I was like, no, no. No, you no. got you to gotta watch it. Watch it. I know. Yeah. I put Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on while I packed. Because yeah, that's the more appropriate. Episodes. <laughs> so many episodes. Let's get to your things. Uh, feedback from Georgiana, uh, who writes, thank you for all you are doing. I'm a podcast binger and listen during my early early morning walks. I cannot face news right now, and your show is a bright way to start my day. Oh, thanks, Georgiana. Uh, she says, Molly, you were sorely missed when the topic of teen snacks came up. It was clear that no one in the conversation had teens at home. First, Lay's Chips. 
Far from bland, Lay's has been introducing very weird flavors like fried pickle mm-hmm. with ranch and rich, fragrant toffee. This is a marketing thing that is best compared to men's dress shirts. They always roll out a purple or chartreuse version, but then sell a heck ton of plain white and light blue shirts. Lay's is aiming right at the kids with borderline gross flavors. Oh, my God. Can confirm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Without yeah. a doubt. Thank you, Georgiana. Uh, and second, Chick-fil-A. Uh, they've had a long policy of carefully screening when hiring their mostly teenage staff. They do a lot of support the teens, limiting work hours, getting updates on grades. If a kid falls off at school, they get fewer work hours. There's no documentation on this next point, but I have a theory on cuteness. The kids are attractive and moderately to very successful in school. I'm sure there are countless hours spent in long drive through lines hoping to exchange a few words with their latest crush. This is no uh-huh. accident plus waffle oh. fries. Oh my God, that is the most insidious theory, conspiracy theory of all time, right? that they're cute for customers. They're bait. <laughs> that is hysterical they're and probably true. I Herman wouldn't looked. put it past. That's one of those side effect things where you're like, oh, we should hire teens and, and support grades because it's good for our image. It'll be good publicity and people eat here more. Also teen crush. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Also bonus. Yeah. Um, this next email has an editorial note at the top, and I don't know who it came from. It says uh, Matt wrote in an extremely good email. So let's see what it says. Hi, it's a thing crew. A few episodes ago, Rich proclaimed flight sims a thing, and he is absolutely right. Huh. Oh, I see. <laughs> what a good email. I've been on a flight. I've been a flight sim guy since I was a kid in the 90s, so of course when the new one came out in September, I jumped on it. After playing with my existing joystick, Ding! For a while, I realized it was inadequate and started looking for a new one. However, flight controls all over the internet are either out of stock or priced ridiculously high. True. For example, one controller I was looking at is listed at 160 bucks on Logitech's website, but out of stock, while it's currently listed as $274 on Amazon. I think I'll have a little patience and let prices come down and stock replenish. That is true. Def- you know what? The flight sim thing keeps coming up for me, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is not just a thing, but an in- enduring thing and a thing that I would never have thought of. And it was like, it went crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just talking about this on the uh, SMR podcast. All the all the, the way the flight sim community is like driving innovation or driving sales of graphic cards, all that sort of thing. Really fascinating. Yeah. Sounds like a story. Story for somebody. It might be. Mm-hmm. All right. Christine needs a thing check. Thing check. <laughs> <laughs> she writes hi tom and molly i recently joined imager to try to get my cute dog fix away from instagram and the comments are full of things that seem like they might be language things two that caught my eye are using the word sauce instead of source uh <laughs> and using upper and lowercase letters to show sarcasm or like crazy people talking example would be wear your mask and the answer is but my freedom where the u the y and the e and the d are capitalized mm-hmm. uh thanks for all your work and helping me pretend i'm still cool well christine first of all it's not pretend you are cool and You're cool. i can confirm the crazy people sarcasm thing with the the intercaps totally. i don't i have not noticed the sauce source thing myself me neither. But it's possible that I'm not um, on that many places where they use the word source. I don't know. Sauce instead of source. All right. Well, we're going to need to outsource. Right. Outsource. Right. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to outsource <laughs> the first thing we cannot confirm. But the yeah. second one, for sure, I can also say I've seen that all over. And I see it. Uh, I was almost wondering, too. I was like, is it a way to defeat like 
search bots or something because people will use it when it's a controversial name like i see it applied to elon musk a lot okay maybe they're just <laughs> and then i also <laughs> but maybe right like maybe i what i didn't realize is that it means like no you're you're yeah he's a little off uh, yeah, well, well, there you go, Christine. One confirmed really and one waiting on our, our outsourced uh, audience uh, <laughs> to confirm. And then finally, Paul wrote in with a thing combination that I cannot unsee. And he says, combining the inflatable paddle boards and Borat things from last week, here is the inflatable Borat barge, which appeared in the Toronto Harbor Front area last Thursday. I'm going to go ahead and encourage you even though this is going to be on our show notes, because that is a service that Producer Rich provides for you and all of us, you don't have to click it. (laughs) I I, I would go farther and say, don't click. It's a lot. (laughs) You know, I'm going to go ahead and say, don't click it. Yeah, Uh, that is, I mean, you do what you want. We're not going to tell you what to do with your life. Our advice is don't click it. If you you must, you know, yeah, just kids be prepared permission from your parents you can't unsee that (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's borat what are you what are you expecting oh it really is um patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can become a patron and supporter of the show at any level should you choose to support us at the shout out level it will be a lot of fun for all of us Indeed. Uh, we got shout outs this week, uh, as always, developed by our fine producer, Rich Straffolino. These are in the style of AKC dog breed descriptions. I've never been happier. <laughs> uh, so here we go. This is Lee Price, loyal, curious, and famously amusing. This patron is fearless, out of all proportion to size. As with all great comedians, it's Lee's apparent seriousness of purpose that makes her antics all the more amusing. Kevin Sill is a little but well-muscled patron, once employed as a hunter. Today, the spirited, good-natured Kevin is the most popular companion patron in Japan. The adaptable Mr. Sill is at home, in town, or country. Eric Duncan is an aloof and dignified aristocrat of sublime beauty. Despite his regal appearance, he is known for his profound loyalty, sensitive nature, and absolute love for those he calls his own. Among the most comical and mischievous citizens of patrondom, Jake Woods is playful and endearing, sometimes stubborn, but always devoted. He is an exuberant, muscular companion who thrives on affection and exercise. Gabrielle Cohen, Germany's sleek and swift gray ghost, is beloved for her friendliness, obedience, and beauty. She enjoys exercise and plenty of it, along with lots of quality time with fellow humans. (laughs) A diminutive, satin-coated patron with an amusing personality, Brad Sparks is, as podcast fanciers say, truly a Brad (laughs) and a Sparks. Uh, He began as a barnyard ratter, but is today a beguiling (laughs) companion with a big personality. (laughs) An archetypic water patron of France, Louis Saint-Amour, is a rustic patron of medium-sized and balanced proportions who appears in artwork as early as the 16th century. He has a cheerful disposition and is very social and loyal. Andrew Wyatt's temperament is marked by patience, composure, boldness, and courage. He is normally a tranquil, quiet, and obedient patron with a calm but vigilant demeanor. With a stately manner and robust build, he was formerly for fighting, but is now used as a watch patron. 
the colossal Mike Akins belongs to a patron clan as ancient as civilization itself, a massive, heavy-boned patron of courage and prodigious strength. Mike is docile and dignified, but also a formidable protector of those he holds dear. I'm sorry, but if we do not get the call to host the dog show, please, thank you next year. I, I, then clearly, no one's paying attention. The fix will be in. You'll know it, folks. This is my most favoriteest shoutouts. <laughs> That's the best. Since, the best since the Creed ones like that. I'm so ha- I'm so happy. I'm gonna, next time I see like uh, a, a big. Um, <laughs> Uh, I can't even remember what they're called. The Big Mike Akins. That's what that's what the breed will be called from now on. <laughs> the Big Mike Akins. The yeah. name literally like it pushed it out. There was no more random access memory for yeah the actual whatever name of the that breed, breed was. Now, officially. now it's the Mike Akins. I'll be going. The Mike my Akins. friends uh, always have these dogs uh, that you know when one of them passes along, they always get another Mike Akins. <laughs> they constantly have Mike Akins in their house. I mean, I will say that I have a Lee Price in the house yeah. with an apparent seriousness of purpose that makes her antics all the more amusing. Yeah, mm. for sure. <laughs> Definitely recognize. The well done, Rich. <laughs> well done, as always. And thank you. Well done to all of you for supporting It's a Thing. We are so grateful for your patronage. You can join your fellow members at patreon.com slash it's a thing. And really, I'm going to say there are benefits. The best benefit is the Discord live every Friday evening. We hope to see you there next week. And don't forget, anybody can send us a thing or a thing check request or any kind of email to feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Happy Halloween. 